Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted you're here with me today because we have a very special guest. Today we have with us Miss Lori Rivers, who is a consulting astrologer, and she's here today to talk about astrology and how it can help us. She helps women and other people in business with astrology, but she's here today to talk to us about what it is and how we can use it. So thank you so much, Lori, for being here with us today. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited that you're here because I know a little about astrology, but not an expert. So I'm always happy when I can have somebody here who is an expert who can teach us all things uh, astrology. But before we jump in and get started with that, I'd love it if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you start getting into astrology? Well, I've lived an interesting life. I guess that's the best way to start. Um when I was a young person, I took a one-way ticket. I was 18. I took a one-way ticket to London and studied in university, not because I was rich. Nope. I paid my own way and I worked real hard. I came from a family um, and metaphysics was hitting me straight between the eyes, um, which I didn't like because I was the, I was a first gen college student and I was the first woman and I was a rational, logical person. Don't you know? And I was a political <laughs> scientist and, um, and yet the universe would not leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, uh, stumbled upon a little alleyway and I swear it's what diagonally and Harry Potter's based off of. But it is it, the most incongruous street in this part of London where everything is gray and white and austere. And there's a little red brick road with little um, lace curtains and windows in the buildings and little geraniums. And I was like, what's down there? And then there was a big purple building with the word mysteries on top of it. And I was 18 and I went in and that's when I had my first tarot reading. So that was my gateway. In 95, living in the Middle East, um, I volunteered in my spare time at the first internet cafe. I would teach computers to how to use computers to the patrons in exchange for time because it was expensive to be online. And that's, I went down rabbit holes. I was seeking answers because I had checked off all the boxes. I had attained success. Nobody in my family had. And I was miserable and I couldn't understand it. And so psychology wasn't answering my questions. It could today, but back then we didn't know what we know now. Um, nothing was answered. So I was on this spiritual quest and I found a message board owned by the famous British astrologer, Jonathan Kaner. He used to be a TV personality back in the day. And, um, I went on and I asked some questions and somebody adopted me and, and said, I want, they, they read my, they sent me a 20 page email, no joke. And at the end of it said, I'd love to teach you. You're born to be an astrologer. And my response was, thank you very kindly. I'm going to figure out how you know this about me and I'm going to prove astrology wrong. Wow. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are three decades later. But that is, and and it's been a wild and wacky road. And you don't you love how the universe just throws you into things and 
I had a psychic come up to me and say, you're supposed to be doing this. And I thought that was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard in my life. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the weirder, the better. But that it takes time to get used to that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so that was the start. So you're using astrology to help business owners, correct? That's what you mostly do. Um. Yes, I help people at all levels, whether it's career or business, because not everybody is entrepreneurial, you know, not everybody is a business owner, but people, everybody deserves to be actualized. So yes, I, I do a variety of consults, but I, I love doing the business ones because that way people aren't following a cookie cutter mode. They're not having, you know, a lot of times if you're a spiritual person, especially, or a conscious person, you know, when you look at traditional business, you go, oh, or I'm going to have to compromise my values. I'm going to have to compromise my principles. And you don't have to, you know, you, your chart shows everything, every facet about your life. There's nothing it doesn't cover and we can work on the strategies. So, yeah. So for those out there listening who they probably heard of astrology before, but most people, mm -hmm. when we think about it, we think about Oh, Taurus, your astrology reading for the month of May is mm -hmm. this. So if you could explain it, I know it's not probably the easiest, shortest explanation, but what is astrology for those out there listening who only know it as the horoscopes that they put in the mm -hmm. newspaper? Well, the horoscope, the actual horoscope, which is a wheel, a natal chart or a birth chart, and actually everything, every event, every puppy, every kitty, every tree, if you knew when it was planted and germinated, every person has a birth chart. And it is based on the day, the time, and the place you were born. And it is a map of the sky. And astrology, it, it isn't that anything happens to you, okay? It, it, it reflects what's going on for you and you have agency. So the old stuff can be a little bit like fate and deterministic, but we have more agency than we think, you know? Sometimes there's not as much wiggle room, you know? Um, but most times we, we get to control some measure, uh, maybe not the circumstances, but how we deal with it. So your whole chart is you. You're not just your sun sign. There isn't one part of the chart that's more important than the other. And if you, the horoscopes in the newspaper or on a blog or video don't resonate, it's because you've got the sun, moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto plus what we call the lunar nodes, plus any other, depending on the astrologer, planetary body. You could fill that whole thing up with stars and planets and all kinds of things. So you have all 12 signs, even the ones you don't like. I tell you, we are complex. And so the why we have like sun sign astrology is because most people didn't know what time they were born when astrology kind of had a heyday in the 19th century printing got cheaper and people decided oh we're gonna get this out to the people 
instead of just holding it for the very wealthy, because traditionally the average person did not have access to it. So they went to sun signs because people might know the day they were born. Sometimes there are places in the world today that people still don't know what day they were born. So not everybody had access to it until the 19th and 20th centuries. So there's that. <laughs> so when you're using these birth charts, it's essentially mm -hmm. what you're looking at is someone's mm -hmm. birth chart, which has mm -hmm. all of these different placements. So you could mm -hmm. be like a sun sign Taurus, but you could be a moon sign Scorpio or something. You yeah. have the different yep. placements in all of your chart. Yeah. What does that tell you um, for, let's, let's say that it is a person who is an entrepreneur and they come to mm -hmm. you and they have their own business and mm -hmm. they're wanting to know how this astrology can help them in their mm -hmm. business. What are the kinds of things that you can get from looking at their birth chart? What kind of products or services they should offer? You know, so a lot of times people think they need to write the book to be seen as an expert. Some people, that's a solid yes. Other people, no. They could just start teaching classes or they could have a podcast or um, they could, maybe they're more suited to real estate or a brick and mortar. Maybe they're not going in, the, they're doing what everybody told them to do instead of listening inside. And if you've never been trained how to listen to yourself, then it's hard to know. So I, I help tune people and say, okay, feel into this, feel in your body. How does it feel when we mentioned this? Does it, and I'll bring up the parts of the body that that rules. I'm like, how's your head feeling? How's your shoulders feeling? And getting people awareness on the inside. So it's, it's a combination. It's not just, oh, do this formula and you'll be rich. Right. You also have to know, like most people focus on the money, but the money is a tool. Okay, money is a tool. And what is that tool getting you? For some people, it is experiences. For some people like me, I am really good at business, but I don't care about money. I either have it or I don't have it. I'm good, but I love to pay people. Oh my gosh, that is the coolest part. That's a motivator. Okay. Some people, it is acquisition. They're actually in the minority. Most people are looking for some level of comfort. Um, most of us are driven by fear because we're afraid to, to and in this society, we have every right to be afraid, you know, healthcare costs, you know, housing, education for our kids, our families. We're looking for stability, but every, you can't just say, I want financial freedom. Because freedom is different to you and it's different to Susie and it's different to John. We have to know that definition. That's what I help people see in their chart. So you can see what motivates yes. someone. Yeah. What motivates yeah. Really yeah. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people I don't think even understand what motivates themselves. Mm -mm. No, no. And I thought this was interesting because we were talking a little bit before we got on the podcast and you said you even use the astrology to help parents. Yes. In fact, that's where I started. That? Really? Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually long before I ever got interested in business. Cause like a lot of spiritual people, I was taught, Ooh, business, bad money, bad. Um, 
And then I realized mm, me, me like food. Um, but anyway, um, like, a, again, nobody comes into metaphysics at a deep level or astrology or psychology or any of these fields if they don't have a reason, right? And so when I found astrology or it found me, my daughter was two years old. And so besides my chart, her her chart was the first um, first I looked at. And I was just learning. So I didn't have all the information. You know, I, I was just learning. But there, she had some placements that there was no way I could not understand. And it, it made me either the greatest goddess in the world, larger than life, or the biggest, scariest person she ever met. And I was horrified and I was reactive. I'd had a lot happen to me in my childhood. I wanted to be a good parent. And so I was like, well, if I don't get me together, I'm going to end up being that big, scary monster. And I couldn't conceive of being that for her. You know, that, that I just did not want to by being emotionally reactive. So that was the start of a lot of hard work. And, and then I became a parenting instructor um, from 2001 to about 2015. Um, but it wasn't like how to raise your kids. It was a communications course. So in astrology, your birth chart is your personality. You're born with a personality. The blank slate theory was proved wrong by neuroscientists like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, um, which I always thought that was dumb because I noticed my kids' personalities, you know, that each one was different. Um, so I practiced on that myself just out of my own desire to be a good mother. And then helping other people see their children's individuality, their, their sensitivity. A lot of times we want to give our kids what we didn't have, mm -hmm. but they have needs that might be different. They might be the same. They might be ending a family pattern that we've been working on, but they may have, like, you may have wanted your mom to talk to you a lot and you might have a kid who's like, mm, let's pass notes under the door, you know? Um, I had one of each, <laughs> so <laughs> it allows you to tailor your communications and understand the lessons you're gaining from the child as well. You know, that to, to understand there might be some tension as individuation happens. There might be some tension in these spaces and it's what's teaching you both. And, and it's that mutuality in the relationship and the recognize, uh, recognition that children are people. They are people yeah. with their own personalities. And um, that's kind of counterculture still. Yeah, You'd think it, it wouldn't be in the <laughs> 21st century, but it still is. Yeah. And so I get a lot of um, really intentional parents and I love those readings. So to me, it's no different than raising, uh, raising a child, raising a business, if you're a person of service, you want to do your very best job so it benefits as many people as possible yeah. without losing yourself in the process. So that's what astrology um, paired with lots of other cross training. Because mm -hmm. again, each one of those symbols means about a hundred thousand different things. And if you haven't studied a lot of things, it's hard to interpret. the And that's what I specialize in is interpretation. So it's it's expansive 
when yeah. you do it with an open mind. Well, what an ex excellent tool to have in your arsenal mm -hmm. as a parent, because mm -hmm. I always joke and say, you know, you go to buy a new car and they give you a thousand page manual and you have a kid and they send you home with one little piece of paper and say, congratulations, good luck. And you mm -hmm. think, okay, like you trust me this much and yet I have no clue what I'm doing. Oh yeah. So all of the tools that you can collect to help mm -hmm. you as a parent, those are mm -hmm. so beneficial. Mm -hmm. And it would be such a great way to know your child more and, and what they need because mm -hmm. they don't really ever come right out and tell you what they need as a because, child, right? We're because they can't necessarily verbalize it. You right. Know? They right. can't. Um, it's just who they are, you know? So, I mean, just think about it. I mean, I know it took me forever to be able to verbalize my needs, you know? It's like, what do you mean people can't intuit what I need? Um, doesn't everybody need the same thing? Doesn't everybody like their spaghetti cooked the same way? Oh my gosh, no, right? No, um, some people put ketchup in their spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who those yeah. people are, but you know, it happened. My, my mom used to mix the sauce in with the noodles. And the first time I had spaghetti with, the sauce done properly i was like what the, what's that i was about seven or eight <laughs> yeah. i'm like what is that <laughs> you know and so that's kind of and our normal is our normal and so we don't know and so um it's 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 helpful for any age i think it's a little early if it's a baby because i don't a lot of times um you're so nervous when you're brand new mama that what I mostly do in those readings is reassure them and give them some tools and lessen the anxiety, you know, um, just because, you know, one, we're not meant to be perfect, but effective is great. Yeah. You know, we're never going to be perfect. We're not here to be perfect and we will make mistakes, <laughs> but you know, it, it's just going to happen. So, you know, it's just going to happen. Um, I had one child who was very, very verbal, and I had another child who was not really, um, especially in expressing emotions, and, and yet they're an artist, and so there was a lot of art supplies, you know, there was a lot of, and, and once they did the art project, then they could talk about it, you know, so we did a lot of art with that one, and then the other one, and never had to guess, you know, just very verbal. Um, and each one has a very different chart, you know. So I had similar rules. Like you can have household rules, you know, right. you have to you can't right. leave yourself out too, because it'd be like, all right, <laughs> if you make a mess, you clean it up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but one might need a little more side by side with that when they were little, and the other might be more independent on it. So yeah. They're not necessarily always being bad. Sometimes right. they have different ways of being and that's important. And that's what my children are like night and day too. And my son needed space when he was mm -hmm. upset before mm -hmm. he could mm -hmm. then talk to him. And my daughter just, she didn't need that. So it was mm -hmm. completely different, but it's always trial and error. You know, yeah. you, you do the same thing until you realize it's not working. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you only have the tools you have. Yeah. And so you do the best you can. And it it helps make sense of things too. Be like, oh, 
that's why I do that. Okay. Oh, that's why we butt heads over this, or this is why we get along over this. And it just helps clarify it, which is really nice. And it's that way. This is called synastry. And most people think about synastry for romance, but synastry is just comparing two people's charts and seeing how the energy interacts. And um, I love it because it helps people problem solve it helps people um whether it's partners in business or i've worked with real estate teams and and not to say oh get rid of that person but more like this is how you best communicate this person needs lists and needs the whiteboard this person um needs a lunchtime chat this person you don't talk to them in the morning you wait until 11 you know, and just eat. And so knowing that whether it's a, a business partner situation or a parent child, marriage partners, um, I, although I will say romance is my least favorite kinds of readings. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that brings me to an interesting thing too. So do you use the astrology to help people like if they're trying to find a partner, like a relationship, do you ever use that to help people with that? Or is that one of those things where you're like, uh, no, it's just so, <laughs> it's not something I do. People would be very disappointed coming to me for a reading like that, because I'm going to say, you have to give it to yourself. I'll tell you, I'll tell timing. So like when I'm doing what's called a transit reading, so we, I call them astro energies readings. Um, when I do a transit reading, I can see if there's a window and and if I'm very, you know, I, I usually say about 60 to 80% certain I'll, I'll say something. If it's, mm, I'm not sure I'm, it's probably not likely, but if I see a window up, I'm like, Hey, you single? Cause you gotta have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in general, when people do ask, and it, it comes up a lot in readings and everybody wants to be loved but we have to be given it to us first. And so um, thank, thank heavens Miley Cyrus came out with her song because now I can just say, go listen to Miley Cyrus's flowers. Yeah, I can buy myself flowers um, because we've been so indoctrinated by society and culture to have our value reflected by being in a partnership instead of having the partnership be a reflection of the value we find in and of ourselves and who's learned the hard way oh wait me um (laughs) astrology helps make sense of that but what are your relationship needs um what do you need like breathing you know for some people it is you know you know love languages right well there's 12 zodiac signs so there's way more than five love languages um, and then what house is it in, in the chart? There's 12 houses. So there's quite a few combinations. Um, so some people do need more, more physicality or more time together or more communication. Some people don't need that communication. You know, everybody says, oh, it's all communication. Well, some people are more dude nod, you know, yeah. and it's not just because they weren't trained to communicate. They might be more intuitive and they need a more sensitive person Um, or somebody who can catch the subtle cues. You know, other people need big demonstrations of it. It's not insecurity because they'll shower it, you know. And I, I always say 
if one area of life is impacted, every other area is. So because Venus is the planet that rules attraction. Okay, so if law of attraction had a planet, it would be Venus. Okay, and we've all been trained in a very Martian society. Go do it. Hustle, 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 hustle bang your head against a wall and oh no if you don't get success it's your fault right because you didn't hustle 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 right how it works it's not how the universe works it's not how quantum physics works it's not how we work we have not learned to know what our own value system is on the inside and we have to kind of deconstruct our programming and understand what is it you need like breathing and again for some people it is quiet and peace for other people, it's running and activity and playing, you know, being sporty and go, go, go. For other people, it's being heard. Other people like to listen. Um, and so it's making sure you know, instead of working off your cultural and social training. And that's where most of us are. And by the way, we're never done unpacking it. You get ahas the rest of your life. But it's... It's good to know and give that to you. And then you find the right match because otherwise we're going to keep learning the lesson as we go on the dating game or, you know, and we can find it. Like I thought I had codependency licked. I had worked for 20 years on it and this like 10 years ago. And um, I was working with clients as a coach and I did astrology kind of under the radar. It wasn't, I was referral only on astrology or with my coaching clients if they were open to it. And I, it would take a conversation and be like, all right, I think this person's open to it. Cause where I lived, it wasn't a good thing to be public. And so, um, and my kids were teenagers and they didn't need mom to be that weird. So, so <laughs> I um I had clients um I lost my train of thought. I had clients who the codependency. I had clients who I took too much responsibility for. I gave too much. I over delivered, like because you'll hear in the online space, over deliver. Well, I took on all their responsibility. And I was like, oh wait, I didn't clean it up. And then I looked at my own astrology chart and I was like, oh yeah, you have this tendency to pull the cart. Um, and I can blame everybody else for it. You know, oh, why am I pulling the cart? Why aren't they doing their share? Last I checked, they never asked me to pull the cart. Yeah, you just did it. I just did it because yeah. that's what I do. And and so it's it's checking that and not being being like, oh, well, maybe we need to check in. And funny enough, the people who were a good residence handled the boundary well when I would say, hey, you know, I think I've taken on too much responsibility. It's an old habit. I want to apologize because honestly, you're really, really capable and I'm here to spot you. Um, the ones that were ready to go with that were like, that's great. The ones who wanted to partner in that old pattern were not happy and they'd move along, which was fine. And I'd mentally bless them, you know, and thank them for the lesson. Be like, thank you for being part of that lesson. You know, never say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't go over well. <laughs> but but it happens in our in all of our relationships, including our kids. Yeah. And our pets. I had one client go, I realized I was codependent with my dog. I was like, <laughs> they cared way too much about what happened at doggy daycare 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was cute, but it's a great example. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I can see how valuable that would be mm-hmm. to know the areas where you're going to struggle a little bit because this mm-hmm. might be like what you came here to learn. Like, oh, you, I'm the same. I was a people pleaser. I say I'm a reformed people pleaser, but uh, I still work on that and I still struggle with that because I want to make people happy and make sure everybody is happy with things. And I just kind of had to get to the place where I realized you're not going to make everybody happy and that's not really your job anyway. You've learned Mm -hmm. that it is your job, but it's not your job. So Mm -hmm. that's been a lesson, but I love that you can see that Mm -hmm. in your chart Mm -hmm. because I think that would be so helpful if you're, you know, if you have this business and you can see, oh, okay, you're going to struggle with allowing others to come in and do their part and you're going to try mm-hmm. to do it all. You've got right. to do that. Or mm-hmm. there's probably also, I'm sure you've seen this too, with people who have their business and maybe have worthiness issues. And so they have trouble charging people yes. what they That's think they're worth. Very, it's very, very, I had that. Um, it wasn't, wasn't so much worth it was and it wasn't so like I never thought oh I'm unworthy but because I was an overachiever in school they would make me help the other kids and give away my knowledge yeah and so which I love helping and teaching you know teacher to the core you know but I'd be like oh well that's easy yeah, we should charge what we're good at. That yeah. that's what we charge for. We don't we don't have to be like, oh well, this is hard, so I'm gonna charge for that. Yeah. Easy doesn't mean it's not valuable. But yes, people who have self esteem, self worth. If you came from a toxic environment, you're used to having those those toxic elements. You can end up being the toxic element to yourself. If if you've gotten rid of everybody else, you can be the meanest boss. You could be, you know. And so we can see all of that. And um, more than once I've, I've looked at a client gun. So are we being nice to ourselves or are you a taskmaster? And they'll be like, no, I'm better. Okay. Yeah. I'm still, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> how's delegation going? All right. Here's some strategies. And I do a lot of research too. So I don't just give, you know, euphemisms and affirmations. Um, I'll go study and scour. I, I research for fun. That's I'm a nerd. So I'll be like, hey, did you know the USDA has these grants for new farmers or because I get people from every industry you can imagine. Um, If it's if somebody wanting to get into politics, I'll be like, hey, here's some organizations that help new candidates. Um, If it's somebody who's working in their community in a not-for-profit i'll be like oh did you check out these resources and sometimes it's a yes sometimes it's you know oh no i hadn't heard of that and i'll refer people to each other you know um if i if i see a great match i'll be like oh you guys there's somebody looking for this and you're doing this all right can i introduce you let me ask the other person and i'll introduce them because we're moving into bumpy times and, and we are in bumpy times and it's not going to smooth out right away. And the way we get through it is through collaboration. So yeah, I absolutely agree with you on that. And we can definitely feel those bumpy times right now. Yeah. It's been really bumpy. <laughs> it has, it has. So do you do um, just personal readings? Then people can go to you and just order a reading and you go through their birth chart and mm-hmm. 
I have astrologers I've trained to do the natal readings, the birth chart readings. So that just tells you about yourself as a person. And then for the consulting readings where I help you, like um, either with a business or parent-child reading or what's up for your year ahead, because um, those will open up in June. Um, I do them twice a year, year ahead readings, because they have a lot of charts. So it's a month by month look at your year on your timing. Um, they can book with me directly on my website. So yeah. Okay. So And yeah. you have a podcast as well, correct? I do. I have the Awake Space Astrology podcast and I give updates on the political brouhaha's and the weather and seismic activity. Um, seismic activity is hard to predict, but I'm fairly accurate. I'm, I'm pinning the regions pretty well. It's not easy. That that one's more of a, a challenge. Um, and then I talk about how to like deal with the energy, uh, give shout outs to my patrons and um, what else do we do? Oh, and I, my patrons send in astrology questions and I answer those. Awesome. And then, yeah, that one's fun. Sometimes I have guests, but yeah. you know, it just depends on, on what's going on. That sounds really interesting. I'm going to have to check that out for sure, especially interested in the what's going on in politics right now. I don't know. I think mm -hmm. it's really fascinating. So it very much is. And last year, I, I this is something I do on the ticky tacky. Um, I, I do like little political analysis. That's kind of how I show myself as an accurate astrologer. It's not my favorite kind of astrology. I love esoteric astrology best, but I get people's attention because it's accurate. And um, I, I said this, that this year we'd have a constitutional crisis and we very much have a constitutional crisis yeah. in like six different directions. It's wild. So um, it will, I believe I'll resolve out. Um, yeah. I, I think we end up, yeah, it's going to be bumpy, but it, when I look out, I think we end up society wise better than we started. So, you know, there, there may be challenges, but I think we end up better than we started. So what's your favorite type of reading to do? Oh, I have, for those who know astrology, I have a Libra moon. It's hard to have favorites. Mm -hmm. um, I like them all. I can't choose. Um, <laughs> I, I go actually in waves. Um, I love the year ahead because they're meaty. They just take a lot of mental energy. Um, I think I really, of, of my favorites, I love parent-child because there's nothing nicer than, you know, really, I, and I, I will always advocate for the child, like primarily, I, like I'm helping mama too, because helping mama be the best her or papa, because I get dads too. Um, so the best parent they can be. Um helps them but it also it supports that being to becoming who they came to be and yeah. and that's oh my god that's an honor to me that's a sacred journey mm -hmm. um but i enjoy the career life path readings i get um people of all ages but i love it when i get the college kids you know because they're fresh and moving on their journey and encouraging them to you know go for it and yeah here's where it's going to be challenging and but just keep going and watching them grow is nice. So, yeah. 
So there you go. Non-answer. I like them all or I wouldn't <laughs> do them. I, that's something about if I don't like it, I don't do it. So yeah. well, that, always... you answered that perfectly, though, because I think it talked to the benefits of each kind of reading that you do, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is for anybody out there listening who thinks, oh, I might benefit from mm-hmm having a reading to figure out am i on the right path am i Mm -hmm. you know what what challenges am i going Mm -hmm. to have if i were to start a business or to do this Mm -hmm. and how can i work Mm -hmm. around that knowing what i know about my birth chart Mm -hmm. exactly yeah yeah and that's man that's a gift because otherwise you're like i don't know i'm gonna (laughs) do this thing all these experts told me i should do that you know yeah Yeah. And so true because we're all so different and unique. And yet when it comes to business, we tend to get the same advice and it's a one size fits all. And that's not really how it works for people. It's like, you have to, you have to feel comfortable, I think, in what you're doing Mm -hmm. in order to thrive. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while. I started my first business, um, online which wasn't a astro- I mean I've been a professional astrologer again I was referral only but like what I considered a business because I didn't see astrology as a business yes I got paid but I was an astrologer and it wasn't business and it was totally different <laughs> but it was like 2005 my daughter was 12 and I was a hand spinner and I sold hand spun yarn and I coded my own website and And I learned from that. I learned that I don't like doing physical products. I like sharing information. Other people don't like sharing information. They like to sell physical products. Um, I learned how to do all my web stuff. Um, I learned about marketing, like online marketing, which I knew about corporate marketing, but online marketing was different. Um, How to write good email copy. All of those were business skills. And yeah. I took time to acquire those. And my goal was, is once my youngest was grown, then I could go full bore because my primary commitment was to my kids. Um, I had them on purpose and I, would, yeah. I wanted to prove you could raise kids and they'd be relatively okay at the end. And they're both adults and they still talk to me. So there you I go. feel good about it. So they <laughs> survived me, but yeah. So I, I mother-sized my business and, and not because we were rolling in it. The business helped pay for Taekwondo. It helped pay for art lessons and new shoes and prom dresses and all that fun stuff. But, um, but then it, it allowed me to have the skill set to then, because I knew 2020, everything was going to change. I watched that come for 20 years plus, you know, I had an wow. old teacher show me in 1996 and said you need to be ready for this so I built all those skills knowing I probably have to use them and then help other people uh, because everything would change post 2020 and it has and it will continue to change and so people being a little more independent but collaborative and and so helping people do that is it's an honor yeah I love that Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. If there's anyone out there listening who maybe they want to get a reading or maybe they would just like to follow you, what's the best way for them to do that? Go to wokeastrology.com. And that's the best way. All of the social media links are there. The 
booking descriptions are there. And if you have questions, you can contact me through the contact page. Awesome. And I we'll see every email. So oh, wow. Yeah. Right. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we will have the link in the show notes too. So if anyone's interested in checking out your podcast or just going to see about a reading, they can go directly to that link and get there and they can find your beautiful soul. So I encourage you to go and check that out. And thank you again so much for being here with us today and sharing about astrology and what you do, because I think it's really important. Thank you so much for having me, Melissa. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the greatest compliment you can pay me is to share this podcast with those you think might benefit. Also, I want to encourage you to join us on Patreon. You can sign up to get a free seven-day trial. There you'll see all of the extra goodies there, like videos of our interviews. And we do live card reading every week that you can take part in. And I will pull cards for you to give you some guidance for the week. Again, you can join for absolutely free seven days. And then if you like it, you can continue on. And if not, no worries. There is no... Uh, no need to continue with the Patreon membership. So I hope you guys have a beautiful week. I am sending you so much love and light and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys.